0: Brought to you by the <laughs> le-
1: <laughs> We failed.
0: Just keep it going. Just keep that tape rolling. Brought to you by the Electoral College. This unless someone real decides to sponsor us. This spoiled to all
1: one more time. Let's take another pass at it. Meets world, boy meets world, when we down this road to become life, it's what
0: we're doing, it's cause we know our friends, they can always stand by me, when this boy meets world. Brought to you by the Electoral College, unless someone real decides to sponsor us, this is Boy Meets World Fever. I'm one of your hosts, Chance.
1: And I'm your other host, Cameron. The Electoral College is fake. Yeah. Well, maybe it should be questioned. I don't know. We're, we're not here for that debate.
0: We're not. It's a more complicated debate than most people think. Anyway. Anyway.
1: And it's surprisingly relevant. Modern politics are very surprisingly relevant to our discussion today. <laughs> yes. In all of its terribleness. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. From sexual harassment from candidates displayed in really oversimplified kind of ridiculousness. Um, Cameron, you're getting a hit. I know, but it's it's just lining up in my brain. We 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 failed at an opening. We
0: we failed at our banter. We're failing at our banter. Let's um, okay. Maybe Dizzy's song is still great at the beginning. You think we failed at that too? Um, it should be
1: exactly the same. Oh, as good. It's been every other time. Whew. Let's reset. I mean, we're gonna keep it
0: here. <laughs> How are you? Uh I'm pretty good. We just hung out with a friend from college a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and I. I mean, you see him a lot more than I do. Well, I mean, I've I've seen you a lot more than he. Well, I mean,
1: I, lately, yeah. In these during times,
0: yeah, but in yeah. the before times, you saw him a lot more. Yeah, he's a he's a bit of a coworker of mine. Uh, we went and got a few drinks and had burgers. It sounds lovely. It was. It was lovely. I had plantation rum. It was great. Um, I know you're not you're not much of a drinker. I mean, I'm not either. I just a rum like, makes me think of Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, which
1: isn't a bad thing.
0: It's not a bad thing. And plantation rum comes in a bottle that's like covered in. A fishing net oh that's fun it is it's very fun
1: i just like the um all those little design choices I don't care about what's in the bottle. I care about what's
0: on the bottle. But It's it's absolutely delicious. Wow. I can't do anything today. Sorry, no. listeners. This is going to be a terrible episode. <laughs> this is a rough one, but we have a lot to talk about. Um, so much yeah. to talk about. We have one thing to talk about for the first episode, and I have thoughts on the second episode. We go some places. I'm doing okay. Thanks
1: for asking.
0: Uh, I was just about to ask. Oh, okay. Go ahead and ask. Oh, okay. How are you today, Cameron?
1: I'm doing okay. Yeah? Yeah, I just, I feel like I have to talk about this with everyone. I just finished the first season of Umbrella Academy, and it's very good. It's so wild. <laughs> time travel is great. Good thing we're doing this show where we get to talk about time travel. Eventually. We, I mean, it's already come up. Yeah. But not quite be. at the level that they pull it off with in Umbrella Academy. Yeah but yeah it's really good
0: you you are telling our listeners this because you have told me this many times mm-hmm. in our in our private lives
1: yes yeah, so i'm just like Chance. This is blowing my mind. This is so good. It's true.
0: I wish I was better at watching new shows. I can really only watch shows because I multitask when I watch. Uh-huh. So, so I can watch an old
1: show because I know what's happening. Yeah. And kind of pop in and out as I'm like doing anything else.
0: Or even shows like I just watched The Last Dance with the Michael Jordan documentary. Uh-huh. It's very good and like it's well made and I like to get the story, but I also don't like care to know every detail. Like in something like Umbrella Academy, if I miss a scene, I'm like, what did i miss mm-hmm. what what twist or turn could possibly and it's be also there?
1: good? yeah you're really missing out
0: but the last dance i'm like oh i don't remember what scotty pippen said his contract was who cares like yeah, that's I mean, not I, the most important yeah. thing. But that being said, Scotty Pippen should have got should have should have gotten more money. I'm just saying. Everyone out there, hashtag justice for Scotty in the nineties. It's, a, it's <laughs> we had a if we
1: could time travel like in the Umbrella Academy, we could do something about it. It's true. That's not really what they use time travel for.
0: What if we used time travel to go back to the nineties and create hashtags and chat rooms before Twitter? Twitter. What if we were the inventors of hashtags? That's what I'm trying to say. I don't see why. (laughs) We wouldn't make any money. Yeah,
1: there's nothing to be gained. There's a lot of things we could do to make money. Like my dad had the chance to invest in Pixar before Toy Story came out. And his like stockbroker told him they're never going to do anything. And so he could have bought it at like $11 a share and like had a lot of it and then made a lot of money. Dang. So that's our claim
0: to not fame. When you said your dad, I thought something about time travel. Yeah, my dad
1: invented time travel.
0: I thought you were going to be like, my dad had the d- opportunity to go back and invest in IBM. But <laughs> he decided that it was unethical and he wouldn't know how it changed the future. That's true. <laughs> so, uh, time travel. Don't go back in time. Tiffy, And make a lot of money. Or do.
1: I don't know. Uh, the Back to the Future 2 thing, that could be okay. Uh-huh. You, you get the book... From the future of all of the scores, and you come mm-hmm. and do all the sports betting. I mean, is it wrong? Is it unethical? I don't know. Probably.
0: What if you illegally gambled? You did illegal gambling, so you're not taking legitimate people's
1: money. You're taking it from the bad people.
0: Yeah, it's it's foolproof. Yeah,
1: you're doing a, a
0: good thing. So, and then you're giving that money to orphans. So because we have so much stuff to talk about in this episode, let me bring up a very relevant point. Do we have to assume the Doc Brown's time travel technology never actually got out because... A lot of people weren't doing that, like weren't going It must not have fast. been
1: widespread. Or was there some sort of time travel policing organization? But then why wouldn't it have policed them? That's true, because once you invented time travel, mm-hmm. there's always an organization outside of time, keeping keeping a thumb down on those things. Yeah,
0: I'm just saying like... It must not have. It must have never made it to general distribution. They must have decided it was too dangerous or something. I mean, it's true. After the whole Biff thing, you know. So this is our um, Back to the Future cast um, time travel pod. We're just talking pod. about all things time travel. My favorite movie is Groundhog's Day, and that's time travel in a yeah, in a way. In a way. With
1: no Spider-Verse isn't time travel. No. It's multiverse travel. Yeah. Also very good.
0: Uh you don't know this because you don't run our Twitter, but the Watchtower database. I did I did it. Oh did you? mm mm-hmm. uh, I put Spider-Verse as R. Me too. Our I food. put it as mine. Oh I did it as our. Yeah, I our. tried to answer them as us. Oh, thank you. I got like Death by Chocolate. I don't remember what ours was, but it was a it was like peanut butter popcorn. They maybe? basically said answer
1: these three questions about superhero media, was, and we'll tell you your Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor.
0: Yeah, it was your favorite? Uh, your favorite movie.
1: movie? Your favorite current TV show? And your favorite cartoon? Yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert! I said. Umbrella Academy, your favorite current show. I
0: mean, I guess it is running. Mm-hmm. So yeah, season two just came out. Um, I didn't think I know about knew about your obsession with it. I that. mean, it's it's new. It's within the last week. Um, I just finished Stargirl. It was very good. So I put that as the answer. All right. I didn't know you were watching anything. Well, my my family was all gone. And I was like, I hear good things.
1: So I just checked it out. Ten hours later, seeing the first season. Should we actually get into the episodes? I guess. I'm kind of (laughs) dragging my feet. We both are. I do not hate this first episode. Um, I mean, it's fine. It's like Philly shenanigan light, but they learn a lesson at the end, so I think that disqualifies it from being a Philly shenanigan.
0: Yeah, I was about to say, this isn't a Philly shenanigan. I feel like... Because they're not really scheming. No. No. And it's only an A plot. There's a lot of things I like about Mm -hmm. this. It has
1: good things going for it. I think it's funny. Yeah. I I just think the parallels to modern politics, as I said in our first 30
0: seconds, just don't do it for me. Because they're too accurate? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I would completely, completely agree with that. Let's jump into it. Um, we'll start with episode 214, I Am Not a Crook, just to throw it out there. Obviously, a Richard Nixon reference may be very fitting. Uh, who's synopsizing? Who's giving the synopsis? Um, I'll do it. All right.
1: Okay, so we are, for some reason, having eighth grade class... President elections somewhere in the early spring of seventh grade, mm-hmm. and it Corey ends up running with the encouragement of Sean against Alvin, everyone's favorite nerd. Apparently, his name is Alan Mies. Alvin Meese. Alvin Meese. So they end up running against each other, and Corey's kind of doing it to try to figure out who he is, because mm-hmm. um, we're continuing that sort of story arc, and. Things get very out of hand with making wild campaign promises. Corey ends up like making a lot of wild claims and ends up firing Sean as his campaign manager. Um, And then in the end, just kind of walks away from the campaign.
0: You made that sound actually a lot more exciting than the episode is. I'm not going to lie to you. (laughs) Thank you. He never actually has to deal with the repercussions of any of his wild campaign promises.
1: No, because he just walks away i yeah. think i think everybody you know it all comes out in the wash
0: yeah you made that seem like a like an epic drama but it's more of a boyman's world comedy <laughs> uh-huh. there's some jokes in there um eric says some funny things yeah 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 no uh, this episode was great stuff this episode has some great stuff it is not a great episode i think i enjoyed it more than you i got mean, that's the sense i'm getting from yeah the, for sure from this um Because my gut reaction is, this is pretty good. This is a slightly above average season two episode. That was my thought. What was your gut reaction?
1: Yeah, it just felt, I think, kind of like you. Or this is just an episode I don't think about. And I was not surprised by it.
0: Mm -hmm. I wasn't
1: like, oh, this is actually delightful. It's like, oh, there's probably a reason I don't think about this episode. And, I mean, that's pretty much it sure
0: um i'll go on record right now my favorite part of this episode is sean i think from beginning to end yeah, he's pretty funny he is hilarious um I, the word i think we've been referenced it on here a few times but i've seen it going around the internet a lot more lately himbo is going around and sean is sean's a himbo sean is so much himbo <laughs> at least <if laughs> and we cool. love him for it oh yeah he's a very lovable he's man. a good himbo um,
1: which i feel like the internet's general feelings towards himbos is good
0: yeah yeah oh yeah I mean, stupid, pretty people, right? Yeah, what's not to love? So, I, Sean is the saving grace for me in this episode. I think he is hilarious. Um, so, yeah, let's just jump in. Um, let's jump in. It begins with them in the hallway, and I guess they're picking 8th grade extracurricular activities? Yeah.
1: Again, I'm assuming, well... I assume they'll be for 8th grade. No, they say that. Well, because in 6th grade, they did extracurricular activities at the very end of the year. Yeah. So it doesn't surprise me if extracurriculars would be for right now. While yeah. the. But I think they do specifically say 8th grade.
0: Well, Corey says, I'm going into my 8th year of schooling, and I don't know what activity makes me mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so still looking for that
1: identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that same overarching theme.
0: Uh, this this scene is really interesting because it's, it's Corey being very selfish, obviously. What else is new? Yeah he's just being like what makes me me? is 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 this camp is this club me and Sean's like well why don't you form a club for average guys who don't know who they are he's like nah I probably wouldn't get in (laughs) just some Uh. self-loathing yeah some self-loathing but like Sean's in the exact same boat Sean's not in any extracurricular he's not worried about it yeah Sean's just like whatever dude and maybe it's the whole thing of like maybe Sean finds his identity in Corey more than Corey finds his identity in Sean so like if Corey has an identity Sean Sean has an identity like maybe I don't know because Sean's not worried about it at all yeah
1: maybe Corey's just making a much bigger deal out of well everything yes. as he also tends to do
0: maybe he should join the drama club oh <laughs> wait
1: boys tights boys and no. tights
0: um which girls tights no yeah he's a teenage boy that was a weird line <clears throat> um, girls tights yes <laughs> everyone tights yes wear whatever you want it's you yeah who cares yeah it's your everyone room.
1: looks good in tights I think I'll stand by that statement. I haven't seen everyone in tights, but can't hurt.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then uh, they go to Turner's class. And I don't remember at all what they're talking about in Turner's class. Um,
1: He's just saying it's, we're going to be doing elections. We're going to take nominations. There's really not a lot to it.
0: Yeah. I do remember Turner at one point goes, I think we've been spending a little too much time together. And I wrote down, yes, Turner, four English classes a day (laughs) is too much time together. A lot too much time together. (laughs) You have been spending too much time with these children.
1: <laughs> They're tired of you as well. Um, yes, and so he's saying, we're going to have these elections. We're going to accept nominations for president. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean's like, you need to, Corey. Like, you need to do it. And then Alvin is like, I have a candidate, me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then nobody really nominates him.
0: Well, yes. This I didn't know what to do with this line. Because he goes, Topanga, how about it? Yeah. And she's like... She's like, no, please don't talk to me. Yeah, what the heck? Wait, that makes no sense. I mean, I, maybe he's been really creepy to her before.
1: I guess that's what they're trying. They're trying to cast him as like this nerd, no social skills or whatever. But Topanga's is like a genuinely kind person. Yeah. And so why? What is this?
0: Yeah, she's never been. She she was worried about her reputation a while back. But that's very different than like popularity and him just being like a geek or something.
1: Because mm-hmm. Topanga doesn't care about that.
0: Yeah, at least no Japan that we've ever known. No, we've known that. Like, and, you know, she actively hangs out with Corey all the time. Like... Yeah,
1: clearly she's not about status
0: yeah. relationships. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to to borrow a Brum world term, that was my Brum moment of like, what are you... What are you doing? Makes no sense. I, I, I could think... I feel like we have to justify it by saying like, maybe he's like asked her out a lot and won't leave her alone or something. Uh-huh.
1: It's different than a minkus where she's like supportive of him or whatever
0: yeah well and but minkus it always seemed more playful
1: you gotta you gotta love him alvin isn't as lovable as minkus yeah um well he's never really given the chance but it's because he just wasn't (laughs) i'm convinced but yeah,
0: I I feel like you have to justify that line for Topanga. It is so out of character. But as we know on this podcast, nothing is out of character. We just don't understand it. We just don't understand it. So I that think that makes sense. I um, think he's got to have been creepy to her, and she doesn't like. She doesn't want to give him the time of day because it would encourage the creepiness.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so then we get to Sean gets Corey to do it and Corey gets up there and he's trying to say no and then he like realizes everyone's paying attention to me and it kind of turns into this rousing political speech and by that I mean completely empty yeah, nothing which is a throwback to in 6th grade when he did the same thing talking about doing the Pledge of Allegiance mm-hmm. like how it's like necessary and Sean is humming the Battle oh, Hymn yeah, of the Republic yeah. behind him as he's saying these things and in this one Corey grabs the American flag and is like and if you vote for me I will go to each and every one of
0: you and say hey thanks Yes, he does do this. He does do this thing. So strange. I mean, Corey's a middle child looking for attention. He's really looking for it. Yeah.
1: That's just not a middle child looking for attention, unable to know who he is. Is not what I think about when I think about this show.
0: Yeah. But It's it's
1: like the whole through line of season two.
0: The whole through.
1: But I don't think it carries into season three. I've seen season three so many times.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't really either. It's not it's not a thing again. Yeah, I feel like once he becomes like Topanga's boyfriend and Sean's best friend, that's kind of mm-hmm. his
1: identity. And I mean, I understand it from a like storytelling perspective, like people go through that. It's mm-hmm. like, who am I? Like, what is my identity? What am I going to be about? What am I not going to be about? And so it's like, I just don't, I forget that it's so much of a season. season. Like every single inciting incident pretty much has been, we trying to figure out who he is and he gets into hijinks about it.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. Even the next Even the episode, episode kind of like that. Yeah, um, yeah but the, the star of this scene is Sean. The star like, of every scene is Sean. Would you, or do you accept the nomination? No. No way would he not accept. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like, making all of his... Uh-huh. His I I don't know what you call it proclamations yeah um just making all those proclamations for Cory in his stead it's very funny uh, Sean is he's pretty good at this uh-huh. <laughs> he's a good hype man yeah he may not be the most ethical campaign manager but no but there doesn't seem
1: to be. A sort of ethics committee or anything monitoring all of this during the entire process, so
0: yeah, and uh Sean convinces Corey outside of the classroom like we'll we'll make it for you, so he starts like videotaping him, uh they get topanga to say Corey's cute and cuddly, and that's what's important to me as a girl. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, and the scene with the three of them together is maybe my favorite yeah. scene. It's good. In the episode, yeah. <laughs> I just love to Gogh, like, no girl thinks like this. And he's like, yeah, you're right. Say whatever you want to say. Ask the real questions. <laughs> but wet your lips first.
1: Yeah. Well, it's also funny, just like, Corey is cute and cuddly. And that's what's important to me as a girl. Yeah. And then she's like confronting him about it. And she's reading the card. and She's like, and there's no M
0: in cuddly. Yes. I actually wrote that too. <laughs> M in cuddly. And it's like, how do we spell... How do you spell cuddly with an M? I don't know. I'm not
1: going to. You just went someplace you really shouldn't have gone. No, I stopped myself. (laughs) Cuddle Um. me. That's where it was. Um, Yeah, but I do like that scene with the three of them. And it's almost like, well, Sean is like, we'll just rip this up and start it over. I just wasn't even thinking about what our female brothers
0: were, were going through. Yeah. And this, this is the scene where Sean is such a himbo. <laughs> like, uh-huh. like, Just so dumb. Yeah. He's like, you are so sleazy. What, what, what did I say? What did I say? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. This scene is very funny. Um, Sean and Topanga are both great in it. Of course mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> And then the next scene where they're filming with Eric. Yeah. Continuing kind of the campaign video. Eric is so funny too. He is. Boingy, boingy, boingy. He grabs like, yeah. and here's his scooby doo thermos. His I would rabbit footy pajamas
0: with yeah. a cotton tail. <laughs> which are clearly for like a small child. Yeah. His his rabbit footy pajamas with the tail. I I haven't I haven't worn those in years. Really? Boingy Boingy <laughs> Eric is very funny. And then is the next scene like, yeah, Corey pretty much does whatever he wants because his parents are dead.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, Yeah, just like parents aren't cool.
0: Yeah. It's like, yeah, but everybody has them. Well, I loved the way Sean said it, though. He's like, you know, our our testing demographics really show (laughs) that parents aren't considered what we think of as cool. So if we can portray Corey as on his
1: own... Mm -hmm. well funny he's just like amy's confronting them about it he's like i could lie to
0: you she's like why stop now yeah (laughs) mrs matthews i could lie to you (laughs) oh why stop now (laughs) Uh, oh when uh sean is hyping up Corey, um i know you won't bring this up so i'm going to but when sean is hyping up Corey earlier he said uh, "Corey goes you're getting off on this aren't you oh yeah (laughs) i was just like did getting off mean something different in the 90s I uh, probably not. There is another erection joke in the next episode. There so. is. <laughs> so uncomfortable. So apparently, Sean's erection is a uh, is a thing that they really wanted you to focus on in these two episodes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to uh, his parents are dead and why stop now.
1: Yep, so that's basically that where Andy's like, what? Yeah. And then we cut to the next day and Alvin is giving his kind of stump speech. Yeah. In the cafeteria. Talking about... He says, if teachers get paid for teaching, students should get paid for learning.
0: Mm-hmm. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, that would be expensive.
1: Alvin, <laughs> teachers barely get paid for teaching. There's no room in the budget for you to get any. Um, and then he's like, homework, well, basically he says, like, homework is dumb. Like, we're already here all this time. Why did we have to do stuff at home and you can't get it all
0: done here? Mm-hmm. Which I would agree with. There is, in that case, there is a little bit of, uh, what's the word? There's a, there's a, if he were to take it in a different direction, there's some validity. Yeah. Um, That homework is a antiquated practice. Um, I think if you do it right.
1: Yeah. um, Like you do the right things. Like there's some classroom models, like it's called flipped learning. Where like a lot of what we think of as learning like lectures and like being taught material. Like you do that at home through like videos or like watching and kind of getting it. And then your time at school is spent actually doing the work, or like working in small groups and getting help doing what you would traditionally think of as homework.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: And so you're spending your time together, your minutes that you have in the classroom really focused on doing the work and not so much learning the material. I'm doing lots of air quotes here and you're not, this is an audio medium.
0: Yes, but right. I get you. I get you. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of validity to this. To that one, of, the first one from Alvin was a big stinker. Yes, it, it, and we I think we really need to get into like campaign promises and like the, this idea of campaigns and stuff. But I I would say that the second one, homework. There are people who are going to thrive with it and people who aren't. So maybe there's a better way. Mm-hmm.
1: And if it's like. Because I know in my class, we would be like, or my first couple years, it was like, oh, well, you have homework. Like, this night is working on this, and this night is working on this. Um, And I just felt like it was more of a struggle in the classroom to make sure that they did their homework than anything else. Mm -hmm. So the, the point where it was, like, not worth it. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we're just like, spend, like, try to read 20, 30 minutes a night.
0: I think there's a lot of validity to the argument that making homework a chore deprives kids of the joy of learning. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Like, learning is fun. Like yeah, learning's cool. Yeah, kids like to do it. Learning's cool. Mr. Liner said it. <laughs> you heard it here first. Well, I mean, people are watching this podcast because they want to learn about Boy Meets World to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Like, people who love sports get into the statistics uh-huh. and all that. But the thing learn. that
1: should drive learning is interest and curiosity. Yeah. And when you're saying, go home and write all your spelling words five times,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that sucks. Yeah. Well, you've, what you've done is you've made it a chore. Mm-hmm. You've made it something. A task that's not interesting.
0: It's yeah. not really learning. Yeah. So I, I think there's a lot of validity there, and I don't know what the right answer is. I mean, obviously, I have, I've got a Boy Finks World podcast, but... <laughs> i don't obviously i don't know what the right answer is but i think there's validity to that mm-hmm.
1: clearly i have a lot of thoughts on the rest of the episode because i'm really <laughs> digging in deep on this one random line thrown out by a nothing character how
0: dare you i'll say it alvin, alvin you're nothing sideman and Abaldo are the heroes of this <laughs> season <laughs> the um,
1: unsung heroes
0: yes um cory gets up says that the he he starts telling real stuff like his parents told him to, um, like. But everyone's bored and everyone's mm-hmm. wondering. So he's like we're not coming to school Thursday and Friday.
1: I'm pretty much shot by Wednesday. Yeah. Mondays are optional. <laughs> Tuesdays we come prepared
0: to learn. Yep. and they're all like, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> this is this is the best line of the whole episode. Uh, M- Mr. Feeney says, "When do you step in and teach them the electoral process?" I guess if. Matthews is elected Tuesday. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. That is that is the line right
1: there. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, because Turner and Beanie are standing there watching. Yes, just aghast.
0: Now this is my least favorite party episode. We are having this argument again. With Turner and Feeney. Mm -hmm. One, what is the English teacher doing setting up an election of some sort? Yeah, why
1: is he in charge of this? Like, I can understand, like, hey, elections are happening. You're in your homeroom, so I'm telling you about it. Yeah. But if it's like, hey, the people in this class are going to be the ones that are going to govern the entire eighth grade student body next year. One of you.
0: and They say 400 students Mm -hmm. in the seventh grade class. Yeah. Which
1: is just like, why is Turner responsible for this? Yeah, and it Just seems like... Just like, why is Feeney responsible for the dance?
0: Yeah, and it seems like, it seems like Turner, like, made up the idea of this 8th grade election. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't do it, and then Turner... Maybe it was, like, the highest performing student's job at one point, and Turner made it an election? Something like that? Yeah, <clears throat> I don't see a first-year teacher
1: coming in and trying to shake up the whole system, though. Quite like, like that.
0: that. You don't know Mr. Turner. I guess not. He shakes up everything. But... Turner and Feeney are having this argument again that I think it's better for the students
1: to learn by doing and learn from their mistakes. Yeah. And Feeney's like, I do as well. It's a tactic I take with a certain young English teacher.
0: Yeah, who has proven him wrong at least four times that I can think of Mm -hmm. in this season. Yeah, it's just beating that same kind of... Already dead horse, and, and maybe you know i i brought up the idea that someone really wanted the show to be about Turner, like, but it was already about Corey, so they couldn't quite make the make it work. Maybe it was because that was the only trick they had in their back. So that's like, why
1: the show didn't didn't
0: continue. Yeah, that that's why that didn't continue because like when when I saw them in the cafeteria having this conversation, like it's just like again we've done this, like we did this with. Sex. We did this in the very first episode mm-hmm. with comic books. Like, how many times are we gonna do this? Same. I'm an unconventional teacher. I'm a high bound traditionalist. <laughs> exactly.
1: Those voices too. I was trying to be in, in a worried. world. <laughs> yeah, you did a great job.
0: Oh, thank you. Um yeah. yeah, I. That was my. That was my biggest gripe with the episode. Is like, and luckily, it only really happens in two scenes. But those two scenes. It's just like again. Why are we? St-
1: still doing
0: this um like when when feeney was so excited for him and cat but also trying to sabotage him and cat yeah it's just
1: weird that was that was so much more interesting than Uh, yeah it was more interesting because it was something
0: yeah it was something different yeah than the same grapes of wrath grapes of wrath lesson we've heard Uh and done a lot better yeah um oh and also in this scene in the cafeteria uh Sean finally confirms he lives, he lives in the trailer, in a trailer park. park. So, Is this when
1: he's like, we have something on your, on Sean.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's like,
1: go ahead. He's like, just be." Things get weird in the trailer park.
0: Yeah. He's like, they don't really have anything, do they? No, no, they can't. Corey, things get really weird. Sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. And so, but just before all this, Sean was pep talking Corey. Like, you need to give the people what they want. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an important setup here because it comes out... Alvin brings this girl out who's, like, distraught. And he's like, Sean Hunter once said all girls are icky in the third grade. And everyone's just aghast. Which is completely
0: ridiculous. It's it's so stupid. It's so Uh stupid. Um, There's, like, there's parallels you can draw, right? I mean, 15 years ago now, the president of the United States... Said you could just grab a girl by the yeah, um, and that but that was a that was a sixty year old man saying that mm-hmm. like that's a lot different than a third like, an eight year old saying that and like you can make the thing that oh it's the same people change over time. It's like it's very different, mm-hmm. especially when they haven't shown
1: that they've changed over time. Yeah, like the argument people change over time. You're right, but they also show that.
0: Yeah, and have things like remorse and yeah. You, know, you don't just give
1: the benefit of the doubt to the uh, yeah anyone most of the time.
0: Yeah, and there's a lot we could talk about with this whole girls are like a thing I mean we can talk about cancel culture and how like yeah, Me Too and yeah which big supporter of Me Too mm-hmm. I mean people should be held accountable for the terrible things they've done to women um, but at the same time like and I think I think the Me Too movement itself has shown this like with uh, with James Gunn and those like horrible things he said like 10 years ago he's like look at what I've said now like I'm clearly a different mm-hmm. person clearly remorseful
1: and then it, but then it all like is kind of corrected
0: yeah um, yeah so we love to cancel people, but there is forgiveness, but we don't cancel eight year olds.
1: Yeah. No one. Even when they're just now 13. Yeah. Like, that's, there's a big, and I couldn't imagine a group of 13
0: year olds reacting that way. Yeah. He said, Girls are icky. Like, what? Yeah. The the girls are icky, and later they bring up cooties. They're way too old for both of uh-huh. us. Yeah.
1: Very weird. But then they're like, you need to get rid of Sean because he said these things and all this terrible stuff. This one. This one thing. Um, And then Corey thinking, give the people what they want. Mm -hmm. I'm going to fire Sean as my campaign manager. No longer than being loyal. As he said, loyal, honest, decent. It's Kind of his campaign slogan.
0: Yeah. And he does, he just kind of slowly uncheck those boxes mm-hmm. as the episode goes on. He's definitely making a lot of wild campaign promises. Yeah. To so, be not honest. Yeah. And then the, I guess it's not decent to kill off your parents. Yeah. That,
1: Alan makes that joke. Decent enough
0: to kill off your parents. Yeah. But to Corey, to Corey, they're still partners in this. It's just officially they're not. Mm -hmm. Because in the next scene he's like he's like oh well i only kind of fired you like you still have the data i'm still asking you for advice Mm -hmm. and sean's like no you fired me he says something funny but i don't remember what it is i write it down oh yes he says you took a gun and stabbed me in the back right in front front of of my my face (laughs) (laughs) right in front of my face (laughs) you took a gun and stabbed me in the back right in front of my eyes (laughs)
1: But is this like a Final Fantasy VIII sort of gun sword? Because again, no, he's he's a himbo. We can just we don't have to make sense of that one.
0: No, we don't.
1: (laughs) Took a gun and stabbed me in the back right in front of my
0: face. All things are canon, but some things are just dumb. (laughs) <laughs> he took a gun and stabbed me in the back right in front of my guys. Uh, yes. So uh, Sean is very funny there. He storms out. He's like, you're not making it without me. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we cut to... Well, Corey has a little moment with Eric again.
1: Oh, yeah. Where he's like, someday they're going to, instead of it being it, there's Eric. It's like, there's Corey and that guy next to him, meeting Eric. Yeah. He's going to have the identity. And then Eric's like, and I'm going to be the one with pictures of you running naked through the sprinkler. Yeah. Did you have the same question I did? Where would they have a sprinkler? Where would they have a sprinkler where Corey could run naked? Because as far as we know. I mean, he says that he was 12, which is pretty current. Yeah. And Corey doesn't deny it. He says it was refreshing.
0: Yeah. Which I'm sure it was. But like, if it was in the backyard, then... Feeney would see. Yeah, Feeney's right there. If it's in the front yard... It's
1: the whole neighborhood sees. Where where, where,
0: where was, would it be? Where, where yeah. was this? <clears throat> also, odd. I find it really odd when Eric walks into the shot in that scene, the crowd goes wild. They're like, ooh! Like, he is so hot. And it's like, you've seen him in this episode. What's happening? He's been
1: in this episode. He's been in every single episode up to this point.
0: Yeah, I, I just, like, noticed the audience reaction so hard. And maybe he was like dressed especially nice. I mean, he looked normal to me, but... It's just, that's what happens when you're a teenage heartthrob, Chance. I guess. I feel like they made a better, bigger reaction the second time, but whatever.
1: (laughs) But then, um, Corey has, like, a moment with his dad where he's, like, making all these, like, campaign promises because that's what you do. Like, we're gonna get a pool, um, which I was thinking, like, just a couple episodes ago, they were at the school dance, and, like, she jumped in the pool, but I'm guessing school dance maybe took place at another location. Another so case. it can all make sense there. There's not a whole lot of hoops we had to jump through. Right. That wasn't at the school.
0: Could have been at a, a, a like community a, activity yeah, center.
1: something like that. Should, like a Y, the Y. There's yeah. a pool there. We've already established that because they took their dive lessons there. Absolutely. Um, so that all makes sense. But, and Corey has like, he mentions he has some like real ideas, you know, like better food in the cafeteria, which is still outside the purview of a eighth, eighth grade, grade class school president. class president. I've been the class president.
0: Of course you have.
1: Yeah. You have no power. It's nothing. It means nothing. (laughs) Yeah. I was even, like, on student council, and it was also nothing.
0: Is there, like, funds you can get to getting new textbooks? No.
1: Oh, okay. Well... Also, we're in Oklahoma, so there were no funds to do that anyway.
0: (laughs) It's true. It's true. Yeah, so... He has this talk, his dad's like... I like how you just weren't surprised. <laughs> You're like, of course you were. Of course you were
1: class president. <laughs> of course. I think I was 8th and ninth grade. And then 10th grade, I was the president 8th and ninth grade. And then in 10th grade, I was part of student council. I was also an FFA officer.
0: Isn't that future farmers in America? Yeah, don't
1: think too hard about it. <laughs> Okay. Technically, now FFA doesn't stand for anything. They're just the National FFA Organization because uh, it's much more than farming.
0: Okay. 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 So here's
1: your little trivia. I for the
0: day. did choir because of girls, and I was very good at speech and debate, but I did that because of girls too. Hey. <laughs> good for you. That's uh, that's what I did in school. Nice. <laughs>
1: so. Maybe I'll find a picture of me in that cool jacket. The FFA jacket. There's an FFA jacket. There's a whole, there's a, there is an official FFA dress. It's like this blue what corduroy jacket, mean? black pants and shoes, white shirt with the FFA tie. And then any degrees you've achieved in the organization, you have a little pin. So we
0: are Minkus and Sean. Shut it. <laughs> like... I I just, like, in school, like, I did nothing unless there was a girl involved. FFA
1: jackets are so cool. (laughs) Sure. You just don't know.
0: You're just jealous.
1: Probably. I'm taking my microphone and going home. Actually, I am home. You are home. I'm taking my microphone and taking you home. That's weird. Okay. Podcast over.
0: (laughs) Um, this is, this is fascinating to me. So yes, you are a class president. You have no power. Yeah, I can't to... change the food in the cafeteria. I can't buy more textbooks. Can you...
1: Who gives that authority? I can't fire the principal. <laughs> no way I'm getting a pool and a water slide.
0: <laughs> Clean up graffiti? Maybe you can have like You a... could probably organize something to do that, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then you're a snitch. Because the graffiti? Yeah, graffiti's cool. Don't be a cop. Yeah, well... <laughs>
1: I, I do like graffiti. I think it looks cool. Yeah. Maybe we spray some of our own positive message graffiti over that graffiti.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's um, not really graffiti if it's uh, school sanctioned. It's just graffiti art. I guess it's not vandalism. Yeah. Your favorite uh, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah. Full of cool graffiti art. So much cool graffiti. Also, Sister Act 2, Back in the Habit. I've never seen Lots that. Lots of cool graffiti in that oh, one. Back in the Habit? That's funny.
0: It is, isn't what they, it? What they wear is habits. Yeah. What are we doing with this episode? <laughs>
1: Anyway, we get to the final debate. <laughs> oh, gosh. I hate it here.
0: There's so much to talk about. So much to talk about. I
1: really, everyone listening at home, Chance also, I really am having a good time.
0: <laughs> We're having fun.
1: I love the show. I love what we get to do. I say that like it's some special privilege. I love the time that we take out of our busy schedules to do this, it's worth it. It's fun. Gosh, this episode though, oh, but
0: the next episode is so much worse. Yeah,
1: um, <laughs> I got to save some of my tangential material yeah, for that one.
0: It's true. There is um, one really
1: good scene in the next. There is a, a scene in the next episode where both Ben and Ryder do some great acting. Oh, we'll get to that. We will.
0: Um, so yeah, they're they're setting up. Um, this is actually where we learn that. Okay, so this whole episode, I have a note at the very beginning. Wait, why did they change Alvin's name to Meese? And mm-hmm. then like the whole see, thing I See,
1: I, I went back and looked because I was like, why? Why did he call him Meese? Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, Mr. Turner calls Corey Matthews, mm-hmm. and he calls Sean Hunter. I don't think he calls Topanga Lawrence. But in terms of like males in his classroom,
0: he refers to them by his last name. Yeah. But I see. I didn't. I, I went back too, and I'm like, Meese. Who's Meese? And I feel like even other people call him Meese. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like Corey does at one point. So I'm like this whole time, and then finally they're like, Alvin the Meese. I'm like, oh, okay, it is (laughs) off. It makes sense.
1: Um, (laughs) Sure. And then, so they're at the debate, and uh, Turner says, we have a new person running. Mm -hmm. Beanie's like, good, we need someone to, like, rein this in. Maybe someone who's actually good, seems like they'd be good at this. He's like, and it's Sean Hunter.
0: Yeah. I quit. (laughs) I quit. (laughs) Yeah, Feeney's really funny here, because uh, Turner's like, Turner's like, change of plans, George. You said I get to moderate. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just quits. more to moderate. Yeah, you just got more to moderate. And then, then Sean's
1: like, I got lots of ideas. Big honkin ones. And then <laughs> Peony, you hear that?
0: Big honkin ones. <laughs> big honkin ones. <laughs> <laughs> so they get in a big argument about nothing mm-hmm. they
1: make fun of Alvin is mom buying
0: his clothes oh,
1: Alvin reveals that he's like my, and my mom dresses me and then he's like
0: no I think he just she, he just says
1: she buys his clothes
0: which is nothing yeah,
1: but yeah that's nothing whose mom doesn't buy their clothes when they're in the seventh
0: grade yeah I don't know about you your life is strange um, <laughs> I'll never tell <laughs> no my mom still bought my clothes in seventh grade <laughs> I mean,
1: it just makes sense. They have all the money in the cars. Yeah. Um, But, and then he's just like, I withdraw from the race.
0: Yeah. That's apparently embarrassing enough. Yeah. He's out of there. And eh, there's a heartwarming moment to this scene where, where Sean like does a very political thing and he like, yes, I had cooties and called girls icky He brings up the girl and he gave her a makeover and she's all on board with Sean now, the girl that originally accused him. And, um, he says that Corey made up, uh, told terrible campaign promises. And he's like, you told me to do those. And Sean's like, if I told you to jump off a bridge, would you? And he's like,
1: yes, I did.
0: <laughs> yes, I, I, I did that And that's once. when Alvin's like, how dumb that
1: you would do that. Yeah. And then they kind of like join together. Like he, well, he calls Corey a name like stupid. He's like, we don't call people names, you four-eyed frog-voiced geek.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like Sean and Corey is like... Friendship overcoming the fight kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Like it It's isn't... nice. It's a good moment for them. Like
1: Reconciliation. And...
0: Yeah, it, it is good. And it feels very natural. Like a shared memory bringing them back together. And then, you know, Alvin for some reason blurts out, My mom does not buy my clothes. I withdraw from the race. I withdraw from the race. <laughs> and then
1: Feeney's like, We'll go back and vote. And may God have mercy on your
0: souls. Well, here's here's my problem with this whole scene. Feeney's the moderator. Why is he not saying He's anything? not doing any moderating. This is... Feeney's he did say fault. he quit. That's true. In his defense,
1: he, he officially quit. <laughs> well, maybe unofficially quit? <laughs> I don't know. That's why he's not doing it, because he said he quit. So, and then Fe- Turner's like, what democracy needs is an infusion of fresh ideas.
0: <laughs> he says that like, multiple times. They're
1: like, stop it. Stop it. Stop it right now.
0: Um, so Corey and Sean have what I think is a very heartwarming reconciliation, talking about identity. Um... And I think there's a lot to talk about with identity. I don't know that I want to get into it because I don't know that I'm the person to mm-hmm. talk about it. And I feel like it's been talked about so much throughout this season. Yeah. But, like, the question, probably more directly than any other is, the question is, who are you? Mm-hmm. And, like, I'm not trying to brag or anything. I never dealt with this. Whoa. Braggy. <laughs> like... I never had this moment of, like, I'm not a jock. I'm not a... I wanted to play Japanese RPGs and chase girls. And look gotcha. at you. You're doing it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Amazing. I am, in a lot of ways, still doing those two things. But, like, that's what I wanted in school. Like, I wanted to be... I wanted to have friends. I wanted some girl to pay attention to me. And I wanted to play Japanese RPGs. Like, and that that was enough for me. Uh-huh. So, like, this whole question of, like, who am I? I don't fit in. It's not a question I... I, Chance Anderson... Understand? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I I just never dealt with this. Did you? I mean, on the one hand, I want to say no. But on the other hand,
1: I've told you all the 10,000 extracurricular things that I've done. But were you ever doing that to find yourself? No, I just was doing that because maybe that's who I was. It wasn't to find myself, but it was just like, I want to be active in all these things and do these things. Mm -hmm. Because I just felt like
0: that's what you were supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and so I did. I actually would love to hear from the listeners out there. Like, is this a problem you had? Did you try out all these things to find yourself?
1: Mm. And maybe for some people that are like closer to our age, maybe we don't think about it. But I know we've had some people that have even written in Like, mentioned that they're still in high school. Yeah. So that'd be really interesting to hear, especially now. And I feel like Girl Meets World as a series, like, all three seasons are hitting this point.
0: I think to some some degree. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Not every single episode, but it it deals with the idea of identity a bunch.
0: Yeah. I think in maybe a more broad way, which makes it maybe more palatable for me. Because, like, this, I just don't get it. Like, do you have to be a jock or a geek to, like have your identity? Cuz I've never had an identity. I don't know what my identity mm-hmm. is. You're just chance. Yeah, like I, that 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 argument never made sense to me. And maybe maybe it's maybe it's because Corey was really into sports and he thought that was his identity and, and then he that, realized he was bad at it. Maybe, so he's like this isn't me anymore. I don't know. So maybe it's like a crisis like that. I don't know this this is a thing that i feel like deserves talking about i'm just not the guy to do it and it doesn't sound like mm-hmm. and the you episode really doesn't get into it well well it, it asks the question a lot mm-hmm. like it just doesn't ever give an answer yeah.
1: Well, yeah. Maybe that's the point. It's not trying to give an answer. Yeah, I don't think it is. I mean. It's just trying to be a funny show to get people to watch it. And so it's asking these questions without necessarily answering them.
0: Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think what Sean said in The undivided, which I gave a really low score for as much as I reference it, but. It's really this one moment. Yeah. But like, you're Corey. I'm Sean. <laughs> like, that's all there is to it. <laughs> yeah. Like, why do we need, why do we need anything else? hmm Um. Yeah. And I feel, yeah. I just feel like that's very, that's very real.
1: Yeah. But to kind of wrap up the episode of what happens. Um, both Corey and Sean drop out
0: mm-hmm. and
1: Feeney's like, well, I guess we'll just go about our day. We'll just be leaderless next year. Um, and then Topanga's like, we can't do that. And she like comes up and gives a speech about all the changes she would make. Um, yeah. And then they're all like Topanga, Topanga. And they're like, maybe she's the level headed leader that we need. And then a guy stands up and he's like, what can we get a water slide? And she's like, you got it. Um, just that that power, you know. People <laughs> yeah. cheering your name, you're gonna do whatever you need to to keep it going. Yeah. Um, and yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, there is kind of a crap moment where this one girl's like, "I want to be president. I want to make a change." And Sean's like, "Want to get a burger instead?" She's like, "I quit." Hang on. So that that's not saying great things, but we'll we'll go past that. But
1: my favorite. But part, maybe what it's really saying is being the class president has about as much excitement <laughs> to it as going to get a burger with Sean or maybe Sean Hunter getting a burger with Sean is more exciting yeah being class president
0: yeah I would would argue
1: that it's true having (laughs) been the class president I'd rather go eat a a cheeseburger
0: (laughs) yeah I yeah I would choose eating a cheeseburger with Sean Hunter above that for sure um the but my, my favorite part of the episode which I've never noticed before yes. The credits roll. Executive producer Mark Jacobs. Michael Jacobs. Or Michael Jacobs, yeah. <laughs> and then just a, a, a nameplate that says Topanga pushes it. Pushes it aside
1: and it just says, executive producer Topanga. <laughs> <And>
0: it's so
1: <laughs> I've never seen that before. <laughs> Either. I never noticed it. And it's just like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious.
0: Yeah. And then we get a stinger at the end. Like, I didn't even write anything down about it well i'll just quickly go over it uh they're in the matthews home i'm glad we didn't have to listen to any campaign promises yeah Corey needs to learn that when you make a promise like that, that people remember oh, those right. things and amy goes like when you promised to take me to paris he's like yeah yeah and he like pretends to remember and he's, he's like paris this summer yeah we're going and eric goes did dad really promise to take you to paris she's like yes he did just now he's like, <laughs> Which was, I mean, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. That's
1: about as much as Alan and Amy need to be involved yeah. in any given episode. So they were in there the right
0: amount. Yeah. I I feel like I've been hard on this episode. This, Sean's humor, the Topanga moment. I think Topanga taking over the rally is hilarious. Um, really, the bummer in this episode the entire time is Corey. <laughs> Which is unfortunately... Classic. ...he's who we're following. <laughs> But, like, I think this episode is actually pretty good. I'll jump into ratings. I bumped up a little bit. Bear, like, a little. I, you know, my my kind of average for season two is kind of a 7.5. I think it's a little above that, so I'm going to go with an 8. I gave it a 7. Okay. I did give it a 6.
1: <laughs> but I had so much fun talking about Sister Act
0: that I you know, I changed my mind. Uh, would you say, call it a new habit? Or okay. back in the habit? I'm back in the habit.
1: Well, that's it's a clever New habit. habit would be good too. Um Sean... I did Sister Act 3, picking up new habits or something. Pick up new habits. Whoopi, call me. Let's talk. I got some ideas. That's all of them actually. A Whoopi Goldberg podcast?
0: No. We just have...
1: Whoopi can call me.
0: Um, <laughs> Anytime. Sean MVP, yeah?
1: yeah? Yeah. I wrote Turner down, question mark, just because I think that Little bitty moments that he has, like I guess if you're if Matthews wins Tuesday,
0: yeah. If 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 I'm giving an MVP moment, it's Uh definitely that that moment,
1: and maybe Topanga, whoever it was that said we need to put her name, yeah. That's who that's who I would give the MVP to is whoever did the end credits, whoever did the end credits. (laughs) Um, But officially. Officially, Sean, Sean, our favorite himbo. Our favorite himbo. And I named it, we didn't talk about this very much, but I named it Boy Meets Waterslide Promises. Water, I love that. Just because it's a lot of... I
0: did Boy Meets Democratic Process, but Waterslide Promises is much better. It's about those wild campaign promises. Water slide Promises. I love it. Okay. I love it. <clears throat> well,
1: that's all for this one. We never have to talk about it again. <laughs> Unless it makes the tournament. I should have scored it lower so it wouldn't make the tournament. So I don't have to talk about it again.
0: You know, even I if give it, this
1: episode a two.
0: Even if it makes the tournament, it's not.
1: But yeah, we'll have to talk about it at most sixty seconds.
0: Yeah. Um, maybe we can make sure one of our guests for the tournament has it.
1: Yeah. Okay. So that's all for episode two fourteen. We're moving on now to episode two fifteen.
0: really hard to do. Um, a music reference, sort of, but not one that deserves any actual Look at my face.
1: I'm already not having a good time.
0: <laughs> Guys, this episode sucks. <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and give it its synopsis. Uh, Corey wants a date, so he asks a girl to be a couple. She's like, we can't be a couple if you just want to date. He's like, no, I want to be a couple. And she's like, sure, they date.
1: This is the point where I normally say hilarity ensues, but it doesn't. (laughs) It doesn't.
0: It doesn't. Um, The show wants you to believe the girl's at fault. We're really going to talk about that. Um, And then um, they break up when the truth comes out. There's my synopsis. It's bad. This episode also has a B plot and a C
1: plot. Mm -hmm. And I'll just say right now, it was the last thing I wrote. I do not like the A plot. I love the B and C plots.
0: I, if this was an episode about Eric and Dominique. If they just, like, if they cut out Feeney Turner, Mm -hmm. maybe
1: they put Feeney Turner in the last episode because it could have probably, it could have held the weight of a little bit of an expanded B plot. Yeah. And this one, they just took the Eric and Dominique thing and
0: just made it so much more.
1: If that was the A plot of this episode, I'd be okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because Eric and Dominique were very funny. <laughs> okay. But the rest were bad. Um, let's let's eliminate the C plot and just say what happens real quick. Okay. And then go to the B plot.
1: I am dubbing a new Boy Meets World fever term and calling this one a Feeny special. A Feeney When Feeney pulls a little scam, because he does it a couple times throughout the show. Basically, Feeny, like scams... Um, Mr. Turner mm-hmm. and makes it seem like he'd be really bad at racquetball and Turner's like oh you know I'll, we'll just give it a try I'm sure you'll do okay take it easy on him and then Feeney goes and just stomps all over him playing yeah. racquetball and that's it
0: yeah, that's, but it's like two scenes You the very uh, funny this confirms my theory from the Terra Light episode Feeney's a troll yeah Um, I now have no doubt that he planned the entire school yeah, dance yeah the school
1: dance was both a Philly shenanigan and a Feeney
0: special yes 100%. Both. Yeah. So that's the C plot. The B plot is... Feeny Philly special. Feeny Philly shenanigans. Philly Feeny? Philly Feeny. A Philly Feeny.
1: That's what we would call it. A Philly Feeny.
0: Okay. I like it. Uh, the the B plot is hilarious. But there's not a lot to say about it. Eric gets... Uh, he can't go out with girls because His he... grades are bad. So this is our first, I feel like, introduction to dumb Eric. Yeah. Like... Classically dumb. Classic. <laughs> I do like, but I have a rebuttal to your argument, Mom and Dad. Please don't take my girls away. <laughs> uh, which also, we find out that Eric
1: wants to be a weatherman. Yeah, he's like, I don't need good grades. I can just be a weatherman.
0: Yeah, which is not true. Being a meteorologist it's does very know. demanding. You have to Being know a lot. But to him, it's just a, a, a pretty face that points. Yeah, pretty face that points. A male vanna White. <laughs> That's what Eric wants to be.
1: um and then uh, the next scene... I'm sure Vanna White is a smart person and just a lovely individual. I don't know much about her. I don't want to That's disparage her. I'm sure she's great.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, it, in it, What she does on the show is just points. Yeah, yeah it's points and touches but the corner. We do not events. want to say that about She's,
1: a, she's an Eric Matthews level yeah. of
0: intelligence uh the next scene i thought was very funny that he can't go out and the girl's like my parents are out of town <laughs> well she's he she goes up and she's like hi eric it's blank i don't remember her name and she and he goes i know who it is please move on <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> which is just very
1: funny yeah but she's like my parents are out of town and i like, can't get the thermostat on my uh, hot tub to
0: work right." yeah and he's like heat it up he's like oh he's like if you ever have any feelings for me go home and get ugly Uh (laughs) and we see Jason yeah again we see Jason again Um,
1: maybe I don't know if he's still with Desiree or not it's not brought up it's not but I could see him going and getting his hair done by Dominique because Desiree's being very withholding yeah. So he has this little side action that he gets.
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm down. So
1: maybe they've broken up.
0: I don't know. No. I think he gets his haircut while she's shopping, and he th- she thinks it's innocent, but it's really not. So much more. Yeah. I think I think we got to assume he's with Desiree. I don't know why. It's just more fun. Yeah. It, it is. <laughs> more work for us. Yeah. So he he's like, what if I told you there's a completely parentally approved way for you to get attention from a beautiful woman? Mm -hmm. and he's like there's no such thing and he's like okay and eric jumps over the wall and like please help me
1: (laughs) yeah and so then he says it's getting your hair cut and she's like the hairdresser is like this attractive woman foreign french maybe uh, yeah dominique is her name she has an accent of some sort
0: she's like i'm dominique and he goes i'm
1: I'm (laughs) um which is so funny yeah and but basically she'll go and like give him a haircut and wash his hair and like run her fingers through his hair and like that's enough. <laughs> Wait, she's like, who's
0: this gorgeous head of hair you've, <laughs> you've got? To, and like when he's sitting in the chair and she's like running her fingers through his hair and his face is so funny. Uh-huh. I wish this was a visual medium. Actually, I don't because I'm gonna look like an idiot. Yeah. But he's like, Oh And, and she's like, okay, we're going down. And he's like, bye bye.
1: Bye bye. I did really love this is when they were still at school, when the girl leaves him and Eric's smashing his head against the locker. And then Jason's like, Lockerhead man, I heard your signal and came as quick as I could. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, he's getting his hair cut. It, that's all it is. That's all, it's all it is. There's literally that. Um, I would have to say getting your hair cut, especially like a wash and a dry it isn't cheap. No. So his parents are fine with him spending a, a like a lot of money very frequently to I, get his hair cut.
0: I mean, all he's doing is getting a trim and a shampoo in the 90s. It may not be so bad. Yeah, maybe. And he has a job. And he has a job. So it's his money. He needs it now. <laughs> but this whole thing is so fun. I mean, like I said, when she's running his fingers through his hair, he looks like he's on drugs. Yeah. And I mean, someone touching your head like that is kind of intimate. Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: it made me think of, there's this book series Chance and I read called The Dresden Files. It's true. And there's a character in it who's, he's a vampire, but it's like an emotional vampire. Oh, yeah. And he's trying to like control himself instead of like he devouring on people yeah and so but what he does is he goes and he is a hairdresser because there's something very intimate about getting your hair mm-hmm. like washed and worked on. And so he kind of gets a little bit of energy from those interactions. So it made me think of that. Yeah. It's a very good series.
0: It is. It's a very good series. And Eric and Dominique are very funny. That's not really related to Dresden Files. but No. Or the rest of the episode. Right. Uh, we have two more episodes of this. The second one is Eric coming in while the family's having dinner. Like, hey, guys. And Eric goes, I can get haircuts. I can get as many as I want. <laughs> And, and then
1: at the end, Ray's like, "We can't keep doing this." Yes. She's like, "Eric, you are making me angry. I will be
0: very rough with you." Is this episode going to be voice me bad French accents? <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we. It's true. She's like, Domin- Dominique, we can't s- keep seeing each other. I don't, I don't understand. You're in the book. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the book. I will be very rough with you." Okay. <clears throat> takes a seat Mm -hmm. it's very funny Uh, and i I like the amy and alan moment of how worried should we be about that let me finish my dinner and not go (laughs) assess assess."
1: (laughs) So, so that with the exception of one scene is the enjoyable part of this episode
0: yep um eric mvp Obviously. <laughs> okay. Uh the MVP will not come from this next part. No. So Eric is MVP. We'll say Just it again. go ahead and buckle up. So the A plot. Apparently a seventh grader is throwing a couples-only dinner party. Okay. Like you do. Whatever. Uh Corey says, that's not good. Like this is discriminatory against people like us. Yes. Sean is making out, and Corey asks, what are you doing? And Sean says, you know the whole thing oh, in health class about the circulation of Like blood? the movement of blood? I get it now. I get it now. Oof. Oof. So. ay 2nd second, second erection joke in two episodes. Um, both focused around Sean. Yeah. Um, But apparently Sean very much enjoys making out with this random girl that we have never seen before and will never see again. Um, Which is fine. That's Mm -hmm. in Sean's character. Yeah. And we get a great piece of continuity. He's like, hey, you've known Wendy for a long time. Why don't you ask out Wendy? Yeah. Wendy comes back. Great piece of continuity. Second episode. He was thinking about asking her out. Yeah. Like, man, this is a setup for a great episode. You'd be wrong. I'm going to walk away now. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, but he goes to wendy and he's like hey i, I was thinking of going to go into this party and she's like but it's for couples only like you were not really a couple if we just go out to this one thing he's like but i do want to be a couple like that is that is what i want to do and uh she's like oh okay let me go tell my friends and he's like let me go tell my friend sean there you are um and he tells tells them they're a couple yeah couple um, of idiots
0: uh Tang is not in this episode yeah.
1: She is missed. Wendy even sits in Topanga's seat. I do have a theory of where Topanga is. Oh, please. In the previous episode, <laughs> she is elected as eighth grade president. Maybe she's at like a training or a summit or something yeah, in order just- to do her role the following year.
0: Yeah, because there's like student council president yeah. get-togethers and stuff. Usually it's like during the summer, but I don't know how they do it in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know why they wouldn't do it during the summer, but maybe they didn't.
1: Philadelphia seems to be a weird place. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so maybe maybe
0: she doesn't share their uh, after-lunch English class. Yeah. So I am not against this scene. The scene is fine. Mm-hmm. I'm setting up a, a Philly shenanigan almost.
1: Doesn't end up that way. No. The opposite of that, because there's no fun.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah. So, what, what even happens next? Is it the next step? Time next
1: up? is they are at school, like they're in class, and Corey and leaves class, and she's waiting for him. Right? She's waiting for him, and she like adjusts his collar, and like he's like, "I'm so glad we're a couple. Like I'm really just enjoying this." Is what Wendy is saying, mm-hmm. and Corey's like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever."
0: Yeah, and she asks what he's doing during the summer, which is a little a little forward. A little, little much. A little much, yeah. It's a little like forward is not right. Yeah, maybe forward thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she's like, "What are you doing uh, this summer?" And he's like, well, "That's kind of a weird thing to ask." And he, she's like, "Well, yeah, you're right, it is. But I was hoping we could spend it together." And that, that part of it kind of like makes it unweird for me, like. Uh-huh. She's just thinking about the future. She wants to date in the summer. It's like spring,
1: yeah. and he's like, "Well, let's see how spring goes." Like, well, spring is yeah. when love blooms. Yeah, um, she's just like she's committed to the relationship, but she has no reason to think otherwise.
0: Yeah, she has no reason not to be committed to this relationship. And the rest of the episode will paint her as unreasonable, but this scene shows that that is total BS. Like, Corey's like I don't really think we should be thinking that far. She's like, "You're right." You're right. It
1: is <laughs> funny when he's walking away after she like a justice caller and she's like, are you forgetting something?
0: And he like lifts up his shirt to check his fly. <laughs> yes. And she's like, no, give me a kiss. His kiss, kiss. Yeah. She's kind of weird. But I am not going to say that Wendy isn't weird. What I am going to say is why? justice for Wendy. Why are we not? This is the TK problem all over again. Why are we not communicating with this girl? Why mm-hmm. are we just assuming
1: there's no explanation? Expressing of expectations, or if something is weird, talking about it.
0: Yeah. Now, if it was just Corey, and the advice he got from his parents was, you need to talk to her and talk about, like, realistic expectations and, like, I don't know, life, like... Mm -hmm. You need to tell her, like, things are moving a little too fast. You may be a little more forward in this relationship. Maybe I'll catch up, but can we, like, slow down, not talk about our kids, not talk about marriage? And they do not do that. They don't. They, too, are like, this girl... Is crazy. Is crazy or insane. I mean, Alan uses the word nutcase. Yeah, like, no one communicates with this girl. No one. I'm I'm so frustrated the entire episode. Uh And it's not Wendy that I'm frustrated with. Like, is Wendy... Being a little, like we said, forward-thinking, overbearing. She's... <clears throat> Actually, I don't ever find her overbearing either. No, she's very sweet. Yeah, she's sweet, considerate. She listens to Corey's
1: emotions. And I mean, it seems like that is her family. of mm-hmm. was just like, this is what you do. Like, her grandparents have been together 66 years or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's just like a very different way of doing things.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah but, and, and I feel like this is TK all over again right because I think Corey is good like I think Corey he, he's a little weirded out uh, by but the then kiss, Sean kiss. is like
1: you need to break up this has been going on for a week yeah and that's it's, ridiculous
0: and again it's also Corey can date other girls it's not because it's bad for Corey or anything it's because now he's got whatever it is girls can't have uh, you uh-huh. so they want you like that's that's Sean's whole thing and and this puts it in Corey's mind like
1: uh, oh, oh I'm, I'm I'm supposed to be unhappy right now.
0: Yeah, or, or something. And it's just like, listen, I don't... Out there in podcastville, I'm not supporting 7th graders having a relationship. But if you're going to do a show where 7th graders have relationships, like, actually do it. Yeah. Don't... Do better than this. Do better than this. And do... Have something better than... <laughs> this girl is in 7th grade and she wants to get married someday. Isn't she nuts? What a wackadoo. What? What? In the show we will take the exact opposite approach with Topeka. Mm-hmm. Like, the exact opposite approach of, like... Yeah, for
1: sure. It's like, later on, I know we're young, but we're in love. Yeah. And, like, I guess since they're both... Think- I mean, there is something to be said that they're both on the same
0: page, and that's a good thing. Well, yeah. But Wendy is not, like, telling Corey she loves him or anything. She's just excited and thinking about the future. And maybe... Maybe she needs to rein in expectations. Maybe... because She has never once in the entire episode painted as unreasonable, controlling. She's caring. She's thinking about Corey and wanting good things for Corey. Yeah. And at the very end, like, she makes the very sensible thing, like, oh, you lied to me and you didn't tell me you lied to me, like... Like our whole relationship, everything I've thought is kind of based on a lie. Yeah. And I think we're supposed to think like she was insane or she was, I I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's just the same with the parents that bugs me so much. And it's not just like, Corey wasn't like, hey, do you want to go out? Yeah. It's,
1: we're a couple. Yeah. Like there's more to it. It's like boyfriend, girlfriend, not just you want to go grab a burger. Yeah. It's like, there's a commitment to it. And she's like, okay, well, I know what that
0: means. Yeah. Together forever. But she is a 13-year-old girl, and, like, she's probably in her first relationship, and it is never communicated or even considered communicating to this girl, like... This is just, uh, so we can go to this party. Well, but even more than that, it's like, hey, maybe you're coming on a little strong. Oh,
1: yeah. Like... There's no course correction.
0: Yeah. And, and later on in the episode, I, I know we're jumping all around, but this whole thing is a mess, so... Later on in the episode, like... There, there, Corey has this whole fantasy like I will never have to think again because Wendy will do all my thinking for me where is that in this episode nothing she bought you socks she was fantasizing about having three kids with you like yes maybe she shouldn't be talking about fantasizing and having three kids
1: but I guess maybe he's projecting because he like went to her house and she's like they've all been married forever and the men don't say much yeah so maybe he's they're playing with that but I feel like that's so much a throwaway line it's like a, a joke, joke line.
0: Yeah. Well and even it's trying to paint a Wendy that we have never seen mm-hmm. as someone who like beat Corey down.
1: And yeah. It's I just... not. She straightened his collar and told him yeah. to kiss her before yeah. he left.
0: She straightened his collar. What, a, what, a, and what had... a
1: controlling, nagging woman.
0: Yeah. He she had to he had to kiss a pretty blonde girl. Oh. Ridiculous. No. And like she's so understanding with the breakup note and yeah yes. I understand what this episode is doing. Her poem is a little intense for a seventh grader. Mm -hmm. Sean's poem is very good, though. I wish we got to hear all of it.
1: (laughs) Old Corvair, long-nose hair. Electric chair. Electric chair.
0: (laughs) I didn't use their real names. Is that okay? Oh, (laughs) please. The less I know, the better. (laughs) It's very funny. I don't know. This Wendy plot sucks. It absolutely, 100% sucks. Like, at... They're almost getting to kind of a good place at the very end. But it's more Corey is resigned to his fate than Corey learned to communicate and make this work. Like, and, you know, the the 90-year anniversary. The potato anniversary. The potato anniversary. That whole flashback. I mean, it's, it's pretty
1: good prosthetics. They, I That was the one scene that I thought Ben and Ryder did a good job.
0: Yeah, they did a good it's job. It's hilarious when they're being old men. Yeah. But it just... How we got there how he got there and several times he pulls up his pants in this episode to show the socks there's a frog on the window oh I didn't know frogs could actually well, that's great that's very nice yes anyway um, we'll leave this in yeah our, this our, is how
1: invested I am in this episode I'm uh, watching the frog on my window with utter delight
0: I wrote half the number of notes I normally do for an episode but it's because all I wanted to say, I mean, I, my last big note, this sucks. I hate this. My biggest note that I wanted to talk about, Belgian waffles sound so good. Waffles I've been wanting same. Belgian waffles
1: all day. What was that? Do my neighbors have a dog? We just had some college students move in next door.
0: Maybe they have a dog. Oh, well, if you're here... We're continuing
1: them. our theme of having dogs as guests on the show.
0: <laughs> yes. We'll name this one Stuart, after Mingus. Stuart Mingus. Um, yeah, I... Belgian waffles do sound great, especially uh, with strawberries and whipped cream on top, and fresh-made scalloped potatoes. Yeah, that Wind- sounds awesome. <laughs> Wendy's cool. uh uh-huh. well, Yet, yeah. I this this whole idea of trying to paint Wendy as this controlling, crazy swim fam, but they don't they don't they don't take any effort into doing any of that. She is nothing but, as we've said, reasonable, sweet. Thoughtful and maybe a little intense for where a seventh grader should be Mm -hmm. but like it's clear in two different scenes she doesn't she isn't like delusional like when she's confronted with her own Mm -hmm. extremeness
1: yeah i mean even amy at first she's like into it and then she's like she's just like a little girl playing house yeah she's just imagining this and it's fun and it's innocent and it's nothing to be worried about and then suddenly she's like I hope I get to wear your wedding dress
0: someday. And Amy's like,
1: well, this is too much. Yeah. Here's the line. I found it.
0: Yeah. And like, you know, instead of Alan taking him outside and being like, hey, this girl has some kind of unrealistic expectations. It might be kind of forming an unhealthy emotional bond. Maybe He's you like, guys... He's <laughs> not case. Am I right? Yeah. Like, maybe you guys should talk about this. Maybe like, hey, I really like you, but like, this is moving a little fast and I'm in seventh grade. I don't really want to talk about marriage. Like... Maybe we will be together forever. Maybe we won't. Kind of a deal. Just like anything. But like, uh-huh. no, she's crazy. Like, that's she. Amy thinks she's crazy. Alan thinks she's crazy. Corey thinks she's crazy. We don't need to talk to her. We don't need to get her mm-hmm. opinion. Again, we're
1: going to talk about her. Not have a discussion with her. Yeah. About anything.
0: And this episode was already done better with TK. So much better. Love that one.
1: Except for that part, again, where they discuss her future without her being involved.
0: Yeah. But at least with TK, it was explained like... Hey, I'm not as into this. Like, let's slow down. Mm-hmm. And this gets us the terrible Mrs. Matthew. or wonderful, both actually. It's funny, but it's also just like, why is she having to change?
1: Yeah. Here, there's
0: none of that. Yeah, there's none of that. It's when she's gone and crazy. So anyway, I think I'm done. I think I'm yeah, done with this episode. I do.
1: I feel like there's a moment in this episode that I do always think about, and that's just old Corey. Oh, they want what? you to take the roles. Who? They want you to take the roles. Yeah. just I feel like they both do a good job acting like kind of old men. Yeah. Wendy less so. Yeah. She just sounds normal. But I think they both just had a lot of fun with it. They do. And then Mr. Feeney being the waiter. But he's just Mr. Feeney. He's just Mr. Feeney. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was funny. But again. Well, everything around it. Everything is, around it yeah. is just trash can fire.
0: Yeah. Eric and Dominique are the best part of this episode. Uh-huh. I know we haven't spent much time on this episode, but I don't want to just be negative the whole time. Like, I I think I've made my problem very clear that, like, just painting this girl as crazy without any, without without any communication with her, without any, like, showing that. And, like, we as the audience are just supposed to accept that because I guess the male narrative is challenged Mm -hmm. or whatever. I'm maybe saying that wrong. Maybe not. Like, I think it sucks. I don't, I don't want it. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I don't know if what he said was the right thing or not because I was watching that frog try to catch a bug. It's okay. Well, oh. I'm cheering for that little guy, you know.
0: <laughs> he's gotten close a couple times. Um, yeah, I just—I'm not here for this. I'm not here for what it's trying to say. I'm—I'm I'm done. Yeah, it was an episode of this show. The A plot wasn't good. The B
1: plot and C plot saved it i would say the c plot is okay the b plot the b plot saved it. i liked both it's i mean it's nothing yeah it's nothing. but it's it's like popcorn at the movie theater yeah maybe we should. Sh- you want that you just you're gonna eat it it's nothing yeah but it's still good
0: i guess i can take some uh, a philly Feeney. i take a
1: bad movie with a some popcorn yeah especially these days and there's nothing there's nothing
0: i really want to go to a drive-in at some point
1: be fine it would
0: be. um yeah
1: so ratings i guess mm-hmm. again i said um the b and c plots elevated it so i gave it a six really just because i liked those so much
0: okay um this is my least favorite episode of the season by far um maybe well i'm trying to think what i really didn't like about what episodes i really didn't like in season one boys to menza boys Men. that's the big one That we were yeah. both pretty cold on the finale the finale i i would watch the finale over this. I would watch the finale over this. I really think I would. It's got that heartwarming Feeney Corey scene at the very end about mm-hmm. plants.
1: Plus, William Daniels is so good in it.
0: Yeah. Um, Man, I just... Maybe you at home don't have the problem with this episode I did, but I hated this episode. Yeah, if
1: you're like, no, no, no. Here, let me explain everything,
0: please. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to give it a 4.5. Whoa! <laughs> I, I think... If I'm judging it on a percentage of the episode I enjoyed... About 45%? About 45% about um i really do like eric and dominique i think they are hilarious i'll will be, be very rough with you <laughs> i will be there's so many so many good quotes that i don't even think about in a lot. but like but but you're in the book <laughs> <laughs> but but you're in the book <laughs> dominique it's not good and even the, the one girl who approaches eric is very pretty and when they have their little like, exchange and, yeah like their whole exchange is just so funny and you Me as a single guy, I feel for Eric so much of like, so much of like, I know who it is. Please move on. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Maybe when we have guests on in the future,
1: we should keep a little guest book. And when they're done, we say, now you're in the book. (laughs) Now you're in
0: the book. (laughs) We can do that. Um, Are we good with Eric MVP? I don't see who else I could possibly go to. (laughs) I I agree. It's definitely not going to the parents. Nope. Um, I can give it to Feeney. Morgan. Yeah, Morgan's She's a non presence. Yeah, as she always is now. And I put boy meets a couple because I didn't want to think about it. I said boy meets alarm slash wedding bells. Hmm. Just
1: because Amy was like
0: beep, beep, yeah.
1: <laughs> sounding the alarm.
0: I like that more than
1: boy meets a couple.
0: Let's go with it.
1: You get right. both. I'm the
0: naming king.
1: <laughs> Enter naming king theme music here. Surprise we don't have any.
0: If you. At home are like, I don't like it when they're negative. Neither do I. That's why. I... I'd much
1: rather have fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, and... I'm having
1: fun again. Yeah. I'm watching this frog in the window. I'm <laughs> sitting here with my friend yeah. having some laughs.
0: But I don't want to, I don't really want to talk about the Wendy thing. Like, it sucks for all the reasons the TK thing sucked, except times a thousand. Mm-hmm. I mean, I said it in that episode so many times. No one is communicating to this girl she's being overbear. Cameron is now taking a picture of the frog. That's how invested he is in Wendy. Just so we can let you all see. You know, (laughs) we'll post it on our Twitter whenever this comes out. That's true. We will. Um, But yeah, so that is... um, That's this episode. We will never talk about this one again because our scores will not get it in the tournament. Yeah. (laughs) It won't. It won't happen. So I will not think about this episode until the next time I watch Boy Meets World. And I might skip it. (laughs) It'll probably be on because I won't be paying as much attention. Yes
1: so um uh, yeah that's... i can play animal crossing while watching this episode
0: okay yeah animal crossing is good maybe uh maybe a good uh trails of game
1: uh, yeah chance is big on those right now i'm very big on those right now um
0: bam so this episode is over um and now so
1: on to our closing things we do want to say thank you to dizzy parker for his theme song, the one steady part about the beginning of this episode, the one steady part about the end of this episode, yeah, everything in between, it, it was a good time.
0: Yep. Links to uh, his YouTube video are in our description, um, and links to all his other information are in the uh, are in his YouTube video. Mm-hmm. um we love we're loving our theme song it's still when i re listen to the edited episode it's my favorite part mm-hmm. so also make sure
1: you follow us on twitter mm-hmm. at bg world fever reach out if you have a question a comment an answer to any of the things we've talked about if you wrote a bad poem when you were in seventh grade and <laughs> want we'll to share it with the world and by the world we mean the 40 people that follow us <laughs> go for it go for it um not a lot of risk there um also, you could send us an email at bgworldfever at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And we, if you want us, we could read that out loud on the air. That'd be cool. Um, also, if you're liking what you're hearing, if you're having a good time, even if you're like, this episode wasn't great, but I'm liking it overall, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, which I think is the only one where you can do that. Yeah. But if whatever service you use, you can leave a review. Leave us a review there. We'd appreciate it.
0: Yeah. It really helps our visibility if we get a review. Um, We're really, we really are slowly going up and up and up in listeners. Um, We had the initial uh, first podcast bump, um, but now we've kind of been just steadily inclining Mm -hmm. in the amount of listeners we're getting. Um, So it's still very small. Oh, uh, it feels it feels good. It's probably always going to be very small, but (laughs) uh, yeah, it feels really good. um, Makes me feel like the prettiest girl at the dance. Aw, I think you are. Well, thank you. Um, Yeah. So please, uh, I, I think he got one. Oh, did he get a did he get a fly? I think so. Maybe a moth. Um, I think this episode is going to turn out great. Personally, there's there's even, a lot
1: of threads that really came together in the end.
0: <laughs> yeah, a lot, of, a lot. Even though we weren't keen on the second episode, we reviewed. I wasn't super keen on the first. Yeah, you you weren't. I mean, even I even just thought it was above average. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's all I've got I, for today. Me too. So for all of us here at Boy Meets Little Fever. So long, world. So long, world. When the sport meets world